What's up, everyone? Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Blue Plus You Podcast. And today, I'm talking about a little something known as quiet quitting. Believe it or not, there are companies who still don't understand why people are quiet quitting. This has actually happened for decades. But before we dive into the details, check out this quick ad and I'll be back in a flash. Looking for an online store with unconventional options? Well, look no further than Thread Market Z. Thread Market Z is an online merch store delivering a little of everything from tees to party shades to bumper stickers and even hats like the Clementine D trucker hat for cosplayers. Use the link in the description to browse the merch, which also supports this podcast. And I thank you in advance for your support. Now, back to the show. Now, before we get into it, let me explain what quiet quitting actually is. Quiet quitting isn't actually the act of someone walking off the job quietly. It's the act of someone staying with the company, but they're falling back in terms of going above and beyond for that company. They're quitting in terms of being the company man or woman. Um, You'll even notice that when plenty are ditching the team spirit, and doing the base requirements of that job that still make them eligible to be able to keep that job. So if you didn't know what quiet quitting was, now you know. Now I'll explain why some people have reached that decision. Including why I also made that decision at one point in my life. Quiet quitting happens more often than people realize, and it can actually happen for a number of reasons. Sure, someone can uh, come into a company and quit out the probationary period, but that's not going to be the majority. The average person listening to this um, will understand where I'm coming from, but I do hope that owners and supervisors of the uh, company, you know, will take a step back and listen as well and truly soak in what I'm trying to say because it's for the betterment of the team and the business. And truth be told, it doesn't matter what industry you're in. If you have employees, you may also run the risk of someone quite quitting on you. Morale goes a long way. It helps encourage the team to keep moving forward for the good of the company. And some companies have incentives to keep morale up. Like, um, you know, like an employee of the month, Uh, bonuses on your paycheck, gifts for birthdays, or, you know, something nice for the holidays, and things like that. There's nothing wrong with that stuff, but there are also other things to go ignore, or may even factor in some of these rewards. Like when the tremendous effort a team member put in isn't acknowledged after going above and beyond. And it's even overshadowed at times by someone else being elevated due to favoritism. Or the spotlight is more so being put on them for seemingly doing less work. You can pretty much expect that person to quiet quit or strongly consider it. If it occurred multiple times or 
the work was just that um, huge that they contributed and it was overlooked. You even see workplace divides under these types of situations where coworkers feel like a certain person should have been rewarded because of all the work they've done and actually pulled the team to the finish line during events, a crazy work period, an emergency, or a project, while others might be in favor of someone who ultimately got rewarded. Like, hey, they, they want it, you know, it is what it is. These things happen and usually will never reach management, but they will notice the difference in morale because you'll notice that um, people are starting to act a certain way, um, people aren't associating with certain people at work and things like that. Then the thoughts are gonna start pouring in to quite quick because they're gonna be like, why in the hell am I going you know, above and beyond doing the most while others do the base and get praised, promoted, or rewarded in some other way. If management doesn't even um, care about their efforts, why should they? That's, those are things that you have to think about because that's gonna be going through someone's mind if they aren't valued or if they feel like they aren't being valued at the company. Oh yeah, and for the people who still don't understand why it's done, let's just say that there are some jobs out there with people doing backbreaking or mentally exhausting work. People put their lives on the line daily uh, for some of these jobs. And you can even find people wearing back braces or even limping because of the heavy manual labor that some of these jobs require. This work affects their quality of life off the clock. So to go above and beyond is something that taxes their body to unknown degrees. So someone doing all that only to be overlooked, being shrugged off, or even having someone else take the credit without consequences. Quiet quitting makes, it just makes sense and they can't be blamed. Think about it from their perspective. Why stay longer than I have to when I can spend that time with my family and still get paid, especially on salary? Those are the thoughts of someone that's quiet quitting. Why go above and beyond when no one else does when I can actually save energy to play with my kids or go and do something with my family or friends and not be dog tired or too sore to do anything? Those are the thoughts of someone that's quite quitting. That's when the second thoughts are just pouring in with more people reevaluating their lives versus quitting outright, the way many have done in the mass job exodus. Also, I think the you know what made more people start to reevaluate their lives and realize how short, you know, life can be. And they don't want to be stuck in the workplace sun up to sundown with no light at the end of the tunnel and no reason to smile. This is partly why some people decided to downsize and just retire early after doing the math regarding expenses. 
It's like um, if they can truly enjoy life, have a more fulfilling life without being a part of the rat race and spending even more time in the workplace, they're willing to take that. It's like, uh, I'll be all right without um, the additional money, you know, the math makes sense. We can um, take care of ourselves with this amount of um, money and we'll be able to breathe easier and actually, uh, you know, appreciate life a lot more. told about a man years ago who lived on a beach. He was asked why he didn't get up and get a job. The man asked why should he do all that work just to retire to come back to the beach and do what he's doing now. He said he's able to sell fish, enjoy his friends and family, and make enough for his daily necessities. He's happy with that. I think more people are starting to think like this type of person because you can't get that time back and having all the money in the world won't be able to buy happiness. A lot of the time you see some people almost building a fortress around themselves because it's hard to go out and you know be around other people without being the target of someone looking to get something from you and that's you know based on the income level or you know more so someone knows their income level. Life becomes, you know, all about what's in the pocket for some. And some people long to truly enjoy life without being a target of someone. Like, um, are you genuine? Um, I, I noticed that in Miami. It's like, uh, no offense to anyone that loves um, Miami, to each his own. But when I lived there, because you know I'm not from there I noticed the materialism right off the bat and people being friends with um, people because of what they have income level uh, condos and uh, we were uh, blessed enough to live in some um, some uh, really nice um, places in uh, Miami but I wouldn't want anyone to be, you know, a friend of mine based on the place that I live or how nice the um, the pool is or, you know, the condos or, you know, whatever the amenities are. Like having uh, genuine friends, I mean, that, that goes a long way. Because if someone's uh, superficial, and their focus is on materials like uh, you don't know who to trust on that note if you don't have the stuff will they truly be there and my friends have been people that I've known for you know at least a decade like I'm, I'm that type of person I'm not a fair weather friend I should say if we're cool you know we're, we're gonna be um, cool 
I have my, you know, my respect. I want them to have um, respect for me. You know, um, I have their back, they have mine. And, you know, that's how we roll. And I have to say this to the ladies out there. I'll definitely make note of this because some women have turned dating into transactions and it kills any real but that's a topic for another day um, there are some men that also factor into that as well because they fund this sort of um, stuff and will have certain women in this assumption or they will take that guy doing that and create this um, notion that all men have to do that which goes back to killing any real chance of making a connection but uh, it's definitely another topic for another day so I digress but um, yeah we make someone's form of happiness be the one that we envision for them if the guy on the beach wants to stay on the beach and that's where he finds his um, joy. It is what it is. But if they're part of your team and they're going above and beyond for the company, at least acknowledge it. So I have to say that quiet quitting doesn't just stop there because some employers will allow harassment and other undesirable things to happen. That's based on an employee going to management about a co-worker or even a supervisor and the manager covers for the disrespectful co-worker or whoever it is and basically rushes it under the rug. That says to an employee that you could care less about them. Overworking someone and rewarding someone else is also gonna bring about the results of someone quite quitting or gearing them up to quit altogether. And don't forget the team has eyes and people talk. The company can be affected by a number of things like this and they can go undetected if no one speaks out or it's already well known that the management brushes things under the world which usually ends up happening if the um, right thing isn't done from the jump and no one wants to rock the boat so instead of rocking the boat they leave and if it's a certain type of harassment they aren't just gonna quit it may also result in the lawsuit. This episode has also been brought to you today by FDGT Affiliates. This particular link takes you to a variety of options for gaming, clothing for men and women, vacay for less options, which wouldn't like a nice affordable vacation? I know I would. Footwear for those dealing with various issues, which 
some of you will be quite surprised what can be caused by foot issues. Also, discount medical products such as CPAP machines, a variety of tech, and more. Health-related options are included in this because leveling up requires more things than one. Kind of hard to feel good when you're in pain or exhausted. So click the link in the description or go to affiliates.scdtstudio.com. That's affiliates.scdtstudio.com. And thanks in advance for your support. experience with quiet printing. I remember working in the photo lab in a Walgreens in Miami and you know you get commissions on uh, specialty tasks that needed to be done for customers. A lady brought in well over a hundred ink cartridges to uh, be refilled. The assistant manager saw it on camera because he literally ran out of the back office and said uh, I'll do it I'll do it and uh, sent me to go work on the secondary register. That was at least $5 per cartridge that would have went on my paycheck. And I know it was over 150 because uh, I think I was in the um, 170s um, when I was counting. I mean, that would have been some uh, good money in addition to my um, usual paycheck. And I bumped heads with this guy because uh, normally you wouldn't find him outside of the office unless he was outside on the cell phone or talking with the female staff. At least the ones that um, he was attracted to. But he found his way over to the photo lab because he saw dollar signs, which goes back to that materialism that I uh, mentioned. I even went back over um, to do some encartages when he went back to the office. And he ran back over telling me to um, go back to the secondary register. I told him how, you know, clearly uh, messed up that was because she brought the ink cartridges in to me. But I went over, you know, versus um, getting into it. And then the same guy had the nerve to come over trying to small talk to make sure there are no hard feelings. I just focus on the customers. Like, what do you think? I'm not gonna sit around and talk to you. Especially after you just uh, disrespect me. And then the same guy had the nerve to ask me if I could work late. Like, if you neglected your um, duties because you wanted to try to be greedy, that has nothing to do with me. No, I'm not gonna work late. I went ahead and um, went home my usual time. But um, based on that poor treatment and just a bad experience in general, I decided to quiet quit until I landed another opportunity. I did what I had to do, and any next day film was left for the coworkers to do the following day. Uh, since they were buddies with that manager, he came over and told me that my evaluation was good. Like, uh, get this, he came over and told me that my evaluation was good, but after checking with other photo lab members, they said I could work a little harder. I was looking like, are you kidding me? I, I literally looked at him with a side eye like, work harder like how? Go take a look at the camera. Like I, uh, I did all my work 
the moment I got it and I did next day film if any came in so it's already completed for the next day um, team member I kept the area clean I stocked when um, when boxes and stuff came in you know if I had the time and if there was a long line on the main register I went to the secondary register and knocked out the majority of the customers quicker than the main register person so I, you know, I can ultimately get back to the lab, but also I could um, take customers on that uh, lab register as well. So I would do that too. And so um, he follows up by saying, well, I was just telling you what they said. And so I asked them, you know, if they told him how many times they went outside, you know, to smoke cigarettes and talk on their cell phone during the shift. But I, I don't smoke and I didn't go outside to talk on the cell phone. Then he tried to play it off like um, what they said wasn't really a big deal. So, you know, don't really worry about it since it doesn't really mean anything. But if it didn't mean anything, like come over and tell me. Unless it was just for the purpose of trying to rub me wrong. But I, I did appreciate the uh, intel though because that's when I stopped doing the next day film. And sometimes it will pile up on them. I, I stopped doing other things too that um, would prepare for the um, next person. Like um, I did my job, but if it was something like, uh, all right, they wouldn't have to worry about this if I go ahead and uh, knock that out. I just stopped it all, like all together. And it was what it was. But that's what happens when people do foul stuff. And even one of those people that worked in the um, photo lab, he ended up being fired after disrespecting the head manager. And so I was just, uh, this is before I left. So I'm just looking at the um, assistant manager, just uh, shaking my head. Like, that's, that, that's your boy. And believe it or not, he, he kept on trying to smooth things over, but there, there was no smoothing things over from that. And if uh, anything came up, it, it wasn't smoothing things over by the, like, uh, for the sake of making things right, basically. If he made things right by, like, you know, I'm sorry um, for what I did um, based on the amount of cartridges that were there, you know, uh, we will add this here on um, paycheck, even if it was in increments. I could have respected that because I was the one who took care of the customer and he came over to benefit. He wasn't working in the photo lab. That was my shift. You took from my paycheck basically so any type of buddy buddy conversation like that wasn't gonna happen if you make it right you know that that would have been a different story but he didn't and managers and supervisors you know 
you really have to um, stop and uh, think about, you know, certain things. Like, not everyone's going to have this um, specific type of situation, but there are various situations that occur. I may have gone to the um, head manager. But I'm not mentioning him because uh, it didn't go anywhere. But I can't recall um, if or when I was able to um, speak to the uh, head manager. He may have been on vacation or something like that. And uh, we had someone from another store. I think it was someone from another store that came in. But, uh, yeah, so um, what should you do under these circumstances? If you're in management, it should already be a part of what you already do. Like, not just uh, my specific situation. Um, you're managing the team. So keep an eye on their performance, not just when it's falling below what's required to maintain employment, but when they're going above and beyond. Definitely acknowledge that. When you do that, it can motivate them to stick and stay. And um, others might be motivated to step it up as well. And the company wins in the long run. Do right by the, do right by your um, your employees, so that they are working for someone that wronged them. That won't go over well. I say, you know, just. Do right by people, especially if you want them to do right by you. That uh, that applies to individuals as well as companies. So if it makes sense as far as um individuals like um respect someone and you deserve to get respect back, just apply that to the workplace. And it'll go a long way. On that note, thank you so much for checking out the Blue Plus You podcast. If you're on a supporter of this podcast, please consider being one. And I'll catch you in the next one. Peace.